0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Meaningful Revolution Podcast. I am your host and certified high performance coach, Sean Butner, and this podcast is all about designing and creating and implementing a fulfilling and meaningful life that's worth living. That's what this podcast is about. It's what the coaching's about. That's what I'm about. And so I'm really excited to have you here again today if you're coming back or if you're new. Hi. Um, so today's episode is a little bit different because part of my journey of of creating that life that is fulfilling and meaningful has been figuring out how to run my business. (laughs) And a podcast happened to be part of that journey. And I've been getting a lot of questions lately on, you know, how is it like running a podcast? What's the time effort and money and resources that go into it each week? How do you feel about it? Um, and all these types of, how did you do it? All those types of things. So today I have those some of those questions written down. I have a couple of things um, that I think about when I think of podcasting and some resources for y'all to uh, to consider as you start your podcasting journey, or if you're looking to, you know, figure out what somebody else is doing and, and borrow their good ideas. So hopefully I have a few of those for you. Uh, but it is an evolving process i'm still learning a whole bunch but that's part of the fun isn't it so another way to to listen to this podcast is if you're like hey i'm not in the podcasting space why do i care about this and what i'd say to that is this is also a conversation of starting something new something where you maybe you're not the strongest in or quite frankly you suck at and um you know figuring your way through bumbling your way through And finding your footing, right? Because that's how I feel about the state of the podcast right now. Um, And there's been mistakes. Mistakes have been made. There have been no regrets. It's been a very, very fun endeavor. And I'm really excited to be sharing that with you today. And then uh, just heads up, logistics-wise, for this podcast. We will be going back to interviews. I um, had a (laughs) bunch of family stuff that I had to take care of that kept me from... You know my normal schedule of everything but we're back we're getting back into it so here we go so um yeah so there's a bunch of different questions that i have about podcasting what i'll start with is my theory on, on why i decided to go into this medium right and part of it is you know i've been a coach since 2014 2015 uh, I had been doing weekly videos on YouTube and not getting a lot of traction. I had done the whole social media thing on Facebook and Instagram. It wasn't really catching and it was kind of wearing on my soul. <laughs> you know it, it you know as someone that's a bit more introverted, which mean, just means that I get my energy from like reading books and playing music and you know journaling and, and those types of quieter activities versus, talking to a microphone, talking to a camera, getting up in front of large groups of people and interacting, that the the public speaking aspect of being on camera for the first three to four years was just me getting comfortable talking, right? (laughs) And getting comfortable looking goofy on camera and all the insecurities and and kind of working through that. So work through that, that puts us at about like 2018, still doing the weekly thing, still wondering why I'm not getting any attention on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook. And there's a lot of different ways we could talk about it. It's just part of that learning journey, right? And sometimes, you know, you you take things real quick and sometimes it takes you quite a bit of time to, to figure it out. So I was frustrated thinking about like, what am I gonna do? In 2019, I leave my tech job it's really cushy and was paying the bills to go into coaching full time. Cause I absolutely love that and was getting some word of mouth clients. And that was awesome. Social media presence still wasn't working. And I just couldn't make it work. Right. So frustrations building up and then you know, COVID hits. And then, you know, that whole thing threw everything a wrench in everything uh, in my plan for my business. And so as part of this marketing mastermind group, and you know, I remember meeting all these amazing people that I wanted to work with. And if I don't have a a, a project to bring them in on and, and to interact with them, be like, hey, we should do something together, and then you know nothing would really happen. And so I was thinking, like, I'm a coach, and a podcast is really very similar to a high performance coaching call, except. Instead of trying to help people find their performance edge, help them talk through relationship stuff and help them you know, advance and level up in their life, a podcast is really just that same type of conversation at trying to illuminate a topic or trying to get a little bit of insight and learn about somebody. And I'm like, oh, if I just shift the focus a little bit, I could take my coaching skills. And I absolutely love the one-on-one coaching. Like That's my sweet spot. You know, as, as an introvert, like that fires me up. What if I could do that as an interview show? And so that was the question I had in 2021. And I was, you know, thinking about, it took me about a year to like think about it, research it. And then in 2022 in August, I believe I have to, I should have written that down before. <laughs> um, but last year, I decided to pull the trigger, and that was a little bit of mentorship from some of the the people I was following. It was from some of the input I had from that marketing mastermind, and then it just seemed fun, right? I thought, you know, this talking to a camera by myself, kind of what I'm doing right now for this podcast episode, is really weird. I, I always felt weird about it, but if I had a show where I'm talking about something in particular... And I'm talking with people that might go better. So that was how I kind of got into podcasting. From there, then, uh, all the, the research on how do you start a podcast? Uh, I started with 10 episodes on launch day and then had another week of episodes to launch after that. So basically, like the fir- I call it the first two seasons of the Meaningful Revolution podcast, which you could still listen and, and see how terrible those are um, right now. Uh, great for someone that didn't know what they were doing, but you know, looking back, you can always see all the little mistakes, and all the things you could do better, but that's how I launched it. And it's been an amazing experience, right? I've been able to, been very fortunate to talk with a lot of my friends or a lot of people that I've met along the way and just get to know them in a be- way that's a little bit better and a way that elevates them. Right. And part of the thinking of the podcast, of this podcast in particular was I wanted to highlight people and I wanted to highlight what made them great. I wanted to highlight what lighted them up. I wanted to highlight what they nerded out about and have that energy help inspire others to follow, right, to to take suit and figure out what their thing is, what they nerd out about and go after it. And and that's where the meaningful revolution comes from. It's finding those meaningful things, getting after it and making it happen so that you live a better life. And so that was the, the initial idea of it. And then really like from there, it was just being tenacious in the rhythm, you know, all that stuff that I did in social media and YouTube, you know, I was consistent and I was consistently not getting results there, but I'd show up every week and feel bad about not getting any listens or views. Uh, and so I just applied that after the, the initial launch of the podcast and things have been going pretty great like we've hit over a thousand downloads uh, it's the podcast is growing consistently it, even though it's just a little bit by a little bit each month uh, and i'm very proud of the work i'm very proud of the network and the people that have been on to help um, and then to be able to do these solo shows and feel a little bit less weird about it being just me talking to a camera translating in, you know, that into an audio, so um, yeah, things have been really cool in that respect and I've been able to like, you know, talk longer and stuff but that's a whole other conversation on why that's important but that's important to me, just to be able to to do this and to do this um, at a higher quality and higher quantity also if you're, you're counting minutes so that's, that's A little bit of the pretext here. So, all that said, would I start a podcast again at this point in my life? Absolutely. If there is one huge regret in what's happened so far is that I didn't start a podcast sooner to to figure it out. Um, You know, you don't know what you don't know, and sometimes you just gotta dive in and get dirty and and figure it out. So, um, I think that's really served me here. Also, there have been some really awesome resources within the last year that have come out. So there's this uh, show from, uh, there's a software called Ecamm Live, which is what I'm using to record this episode right now. It helps facilitate the uh, interviews that I do, and you can switch to do like cool different dual camera stuff, and (laughs) it's kind of like a um, production software, I guess, like TV production software. But there's a group there that started a podcast called the flow, which talks about doing a video podcast and posting it on YouTube and then pulling the audio for your your podcasting apps and all that stuff. And they've been really helpful in just giving ideas. You know, that's how I initially learned about Descript and then in that marketing mastermind, someone's like, "Descript's awesome. I, I love this. And we'll talk about technology here in a bit, but it's, uh, the flow with doc and Katie is amazing definitely check it out if you're thinking about starting a podcast they, they have a lot of episodes and they talk about all things video podcasting and so uh, shout out to, to again Katie and Doc you guys rock um, and that whole whole community it's been very supportive and very informative so just want to put some love on them uh, and I'll have that in the show notes too anything I talk about today I'll have in the show notes um, so yeah, there's that Alright, so, yeah, check out The Flow, um, again, hosted I think by Ecamm Live, but people affiliated with them, they rock, uh, okay, so we'll go into some questions here on, other than, you know, that as a resource, let me, let me backtrack, so other than The Flow as a resource, um, you know, Brendan Richard has a couple of thoughts on podcasting, so I, I, took what he did, I took a look at some of my favorite podcasts, like, I really love listening to the Tim Ferriss podcast, I really love listening to, um, Kara Swisher's various podcasts, so Pivot, It's On, um, Sway, when that was a a thing, before that that went the way of the Dodo, um, and so some type of, like, journalistic type shows, which don't necessarily fit this style. Uh, But just people that I enjoyed, it was cool to to see how they structure things and helped inform, like, oh, like, I have to have, like, a show intro, and maybe that's just for the audio side and not the YouTube side and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, so checking out the podcasts that I loved, um, doing some of the research got me here. So... First question is, you know, what is your workflow for podcasting, right? So ideally, um, initially it was just book a guest, schedule the interview, have the interview, do some video editing, create some short clips for, and create all the social media from the clips and for the show, schedule them all, and you're good, right? Um, That's kind of like my high level, workflow for podcasting. Uh, I have done some tweaks where now if it's a solo episode, there's a little bit more research and note gathering before. Like you can't see right now, but I have a whole like page of notes to help me remember things so that I don't stumble on my words while we're doing this. You know, basic (laughs) presentation stuff, basic, you know, show stuff, but, um, helpful. And, uh, it's also, Yeah, like I said, so it's different for when I have an interview, which is just outline versus the solo stuff. Like, I actually have a template I've created where, um, you know, I have questions that I'll ask guests all the time. There's questions that I try to think through each time I do a podcast episode, just for a little bit of consistency, and if I ever felt lost, I have a roadmap of, like, oh, yeah, I could always ask this question or I need to hit this point before I hit off on the camera. And I found that to be really helpful in in my experience. So that's a little bit of my workflow. Hopefully that answers that. Um, You know, also on top of that, I like to think of it. This will also kind of tie into the next question, which is how much time does it take to podcast? Um, If you break your show or your potential show into three different parts. There's before the show, and there's also um, during the show and then post after the show, right? So before you do the show, you're finding guests and you're sending out those invites. Um, If if This is your like first ever podcast. You're kind of setting up your initial structure. I recommend having some type of outline that you follow again, so you know where you are, so you don't, kind of get lost stammering out in the woods uh if you have a feedback process you know you you update your processes based on your last bit of feedback and we'll talk about that here in a second and for an episode like this you do some brainstorming you do some, some researching and that depends really on you and how quick you work for me it'll take a couple hours um give or take if it's just me. And it, it tends to be quicker and it's a guest because it's more of a discovery and more of a highlighting of their story. So I have like, um, for, for guests, I have a little survey that they fill out. So I get a little bit of information what they want to talk about. And I can start doing research on them on what are things, questions to ask? What are their messages? What are their themes? What are the, the phrases that they like to say to try to sparkle that or sparkle that, sprinkle that into the podcast makes sense cool so during the podcast so during the event it's usually about 90 minutes for the guest i like to do have a half hour for a little bit of chit chat mostly to do a tech check make sure everything sounds good everything looks good um and to to just kind of help them feel at ease before going in and i learned this from tim ferris and i think I know he talked about it on his podcast, but I think it's also in his, like, Tula Titans book. Uh, I need to double check that, but, um, yeah, he had some advice or he had talked with guests about his process about podcasting, and that was something that really stuck with me. Uh, It's really great to have that point of connection before you get talking and helping make sure that people feel comfortable and safe talking, right? And It's something that's really important to me, so when people come on as guests I'll usually say that since we're not recording it live, that if there's anything that they want to say or omit or um, try again essentially or the lawnmower goes off, that all they have to do is let me know and we can edit it out, we can stop, we can do whatever we need to do. So it's supposed to be a fun, casual conversation. That's my goal, that's what I'm aiming for. And so I hope that puts people at ease. It seems to work. I, I think people feel pretty comfortable when I talk with them. I don't, I very rarely get people that seem super nervous. Um, and that's always something I'm kind of keyed into as a coach. So I think that works. So stuff like that, but so that's kind of like, um, the day of, right? So you do the little chit chat, you do the little helping them feel at ease and kind of setting the rules for the, the show do the show there's usually a couple minutes of like how did i do was i a good guest and you know uh, everyone that's been on so far if you're listening shout out to you all because you've been amazing so uh that's pretty good i'm not sure if that's everyone's experience but you know i've done 45 episodes probably about 30 of those ish are interviews 30 people super awesome um not bad at all so yeah, so that that's kind of the day of the show. Uh, some things you might need to do when you're getting started out is if you're using like an ecam. If you're watching this on the YouTube on my YouTube channel, which I'll, I'll post below in the show notes, um, I have like a little meaningful revolution like graphic and my name and, and stuff like that. So you have some initial art you might need to do. But I didn't when I started. It was just me without anything. So um, you can get as fancy or as generic as you want. But you know I think if you have that compelling conversation, if you're adding value and, and you're doing something that you're passionate about, that that will translate into the bones of the podcast and people will respond to that. So um, and so far, so good. And you're here listening to it. so <laughs> it must at least have worked on you. Um, I'm, I'm teasing, of course, but it's also probably true, right? Uh, okay, I'm cracking myself up here. <laughs> okay. After, so post-event, I spend about an hour to three hours on editing and I'm getting that cut down. I do like transcripts and all, all the type of copy that goes out to the show description, YouTube description, all of that stuff. Um, it'll probably take me up to an hour for scheduling depending on how painful Facebook's being or how painful it is to get things uploaded and all that stuff. Uh, but it I, I, hours probably pretty conservative. I could probably do that in 30 minutes if everything goes right but schedule about an hour. So that's kind of how I think through each show and how much time it takes um, so it's probably like I have done shows now that I've gotten more comfortable with it where I can do it in like half a day, right? So if I have a one o'clock call, one to two we're doing the, Interview, and then you know two thirty, three o'clock to six o'clock. Everything's ready. Everything's scheduled. Everything's good for that episode. So there's that. So that's how I would think through uh, um, each podcast episode and about how much time it takes. Um, how much does it cost for you to run your podcast? So this. Is a tricky question. Hey, I mean, it's not super tricky, but like, <laughs> it, it, it's an interesting question because, again, like for a lot of the t- time requirements, right? It could just be you, or it could just be you and a friend. You don't really need a super crazy setup initially. You can always upgrade as you go. Um, for me, like I have a Yeti microphone that I've had for quite a while. Uh, and I have some lights that I had from when I was doing, like, you know, YouTube content. So, uh, yeah, that's like those are screen flow lights. Um, I don't think that company exists anymore. But, uh, so yeah, it's just a microphone, some lighting if you're doing video. If you're doing an audio podcast, you don't even have to worry about, like, any of the, the video software. And then, um,. So, yeah, for the production, I do that. I use Ecamm Live again to record because you can do some fun, like, production type things, like titles and stuff, which is a little bit more important with guests at this point where I'm at right now, but it's also kind of fun. Um, so- and then, okay, so there's a, a huge list of software. You don't have to use hardly anything. Like, basic setup would be microphone, computer. Something to re- a program to record your podcast and something to edit it. And if you have like a Mac, you could do GarageBand. If you have a PC, there's a software like Audacity that's free that you can use to edit things. And off you go, right? Um, you also do... So the first bit of software you might need would be something to host your, your episode... Uh, and vend it to all the different platforms. So I'm a Kajabi user. I absolutely love Kajabi. I use it in my coaching business. I use it uh, for my website. I use it for all my marketing, all my marketing funnels and forms and all that kind of stuff. It's, as a software engineer, I really love it because it it consolidates everything. So you don't have like 50 different systems Um, and they're always adding stuff on. so. If you're interested in like a, a, a free trial of Kajabi, or I think they have a new promotion for their AI Creator Studio, um, I'll have that in the show notes. I, I am an affiliate, so I will say that. So if you click that link and you end up buying it, it helps me. Um, you can always just go to the Kajabi website and be like, I don't like Sean, I'll just do it my own. And you know, doesn't help me out. Kind of a jerk if you do that, but um, <laughs> I kid. Um, I love Kajabi. However you got to do it, you got to do it. Um, But yeah, use the link that I provide. Again, if you sign up, it helps me out. So um, yeah, so Kajabi is really good with podcasts because I upload it to the podcast product that I have. And it'll vend it to Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, and Spotify. And And it's super easy. So I have one place where I upload the episode. I upload the show notes. I upload the marketing assets or the thumbnail for the podcast and I could schedule it and then it's seamless it all goes out so I like Kajabi you could also use something like um, there's a whole bunch of different ones Uh, there's what is it called it's like podcast.fm or something I'll need to double check that um, you know, a lot of people, like five years ago, were using something called Libsyn, which again, you would upload it to that site and it would shoot it out everywhere. Um, Kajabi has it all with all the other amazing features it has. So, again, I'll encourage you to check that out. But you could use like a Libsyn. Uh, yeah, there's, if you looked up like podcasting, like platform uploader software. It would come up you could google it it's super easy and so i that could cost you a couple hundred bucks a month so uh although i do think there are some free options out there so do your google search you'll probably get all the cool ones that are way better than any of the ones i just said but that is something that is helpful it'll help you manage all the weird things that like can be really tough to Format in a way that Apple t- will take it, and then do the same for the Google Play Store and Spotify. <clears throat> so outside of editing, outside of having software to post to all the different platforms, um, I also use uh, Canva to do all the thumbnails because it's super easy, super for my level. You could hire a graphic design person. Um, There is a free version of Canva, so you you could just use that. Or you can get a couple of extra features uh, for, I think it's like 120 bucks a year for their pro plan. Um, And you, you really can't tell. There's not a huge difference between the free version and the pro version in my experience other than you get a couple of different like things you can download for free versus having to pay like a buck every time so um canva is really good for any type of graphic design stuff especially if you're doing it yourself so that's worth checking it out but you could also do like adobe um illustrator all those you know those types of programs there's a again a bajillion of them but i use canva it's pretty good um i also have a link down below um Check it out. Uh, Let's see, what else is important? Oh, one of the cooler bits of uh, software that you can get is Descript. Now, Descript is really cool because you can take an audio or video file and you upload it and within like three minutes, it'll give you a transcription of what you said, which is super helpful for, you know, either adding that to the show notes as a little extra for your podcast, but it'll also do things like get rid of all your filler words. So if you are constantly going, um, uh, you know, if you've heard this podcast and it sounds a little jumpy, it's just Descript went through and got rid of me going like, uh, <laughs> in the uh, software. And hopefully you heard me go, um that was intentional if it's choppy it's cutting out the filler words because it's getting flagged but that's super super helpful and they can also do that that cool thing where as you're talking it has the captions below the video if if you're going to post video to social or do waveforms like there's so many cool things that descript does they can also edit your videos so if you're like if i don't know what to do to edit my videos and I don't want to pay for a final cut and I don't know if there's like a video or audio um, software that's really good. Descript is really great for podcasts. Um, I have another affiliate link below here um, that you can go and check it out and I, I'll i get a, a little bit of a percentage if you sign up for a subscription. But again, use Descript, it's amazing whether you use that link or you think about it later. like. I don't care, it's um, it, it's so good, it's so helpful, um, you'll thank me if you do any type of videos or podcasting or audio stuff, it, it's amazing. Um, so, so far, other than the platform to push to all, all the different podcast platforms, everything else is free, pretty much, there's a free option for Descript and you get more transcription hours if you, and a couple extra features if you pay for a plan. And, uh, I'm paying, I think, like, five, six hundred bucks a year um, to do some... to have a, a team member actually go through and, and create it. I think that's the most of it. I think it's cheaper if you don't do that, but regardless, um... Other bits of software you might need. Um, I use Dropbox to post my episodes, so I have it all in a spot. And when I interview people, I also will send them a folder with the marketing assets, the transcript, the episode, all the clips that I've created for them to use. And I give them instructions on like, hey, if you want to help this grow, post this to your social and all that stuff. And that's been really successful in just making it easy for guests to let everyone that they know know that they've been on a cool podcast. So I highly suggest using that strategy if that's something that you're with. Um, What other, okay. I do post these to YouTube. Again, I'll have a link below here if you're interested in in seeing the show and seeing what I look like. If you're just a normal listener, um, YouTube's free. Um, A cool thing about doing a transcription, you can also do something now with everyone's talking about AI um you can use chat GPT, give it parts of your transcription and tell it to summarize it and really create descriptions or summaries or social media posts pretty quick from your words. So it'll sound more like you if you are feeding AI something versus like, hey, write me an article about how to start a podcast right? It's gonna be very ge- generic and um, sound, probably not like you sound or how you write. So that's super helpful to, to have some stuff to feed AI to then bring it back in your voice. So that's it with technology. So really it's there's production technology, there's like the platform, you know, getting it out there technology, there's editing that and some and you can consider assets and you know pictures as, as part of that. So that's kind of like the breakdown for cost. Uh, like I said, you could probably it's not all that much if you're going super free on all those different options. Um but we'll leave it at that. Okay, so um how much energy does it take to do a podcast? Well as a card holding introvert and someone that would, again, rather do quiet activities to get energy, I have found that interacting with people that are passionate, especially for this particular podcast, fires me up to go do the work and to continue, right? So I love coaching for this this reason where you, you go deep on something and somebody's life in that particular case, help them find some insights, help them. Reach that next level. That's really exhilarating. I live for those types of calls. Second to that is podcasting. <laughs> when I'm with someone, we're talking, we're exploring a topic, getting to know them a little bit more. Like that feels really awesome to me, and so I get energized by it. And that's not going to be everyone. Like that's be honest. And there are going to be some people that will hate podcasting as a medium, would rather do TikToks, or would rather not do any of it. Maybe they're an email marketer, or, you know, there's so many different ways to communicate. You just got to find the one that sits with you. And so my suggestion would be, if you're like, I don't know about podcasting, but I want to try it out. I would say, make it a goal to do six to 10 episodes. And Give it a whirl, right? Just, just say, okay, if I can get through six episodes, then I'll evaluate, do I like it? Do I not like it? What would I change about it? You know, a lot of times it's making adjustments to what you're doing that'll make it more enjoyable. So here's that. And because I get that energy burst from Podcasting, it makes some of the more mundane things like scheduling or like doing some of the copy or the things that I don't enjoy about the process, like talking to a camera by myself, a little bit more enjoyable or a little bit more manageable is probably more accurate where I don't mind doing it because I love this show. I love what we're doing together. I love this community. I love being able to share ideas that help you live a more fulfilling and meaningful life that's worth living. So with all that in aligned like it's all good. So that's my two cents on that. Um, let see what other questions do we have? What's the process for podcasting? Um, I think that's it for the questions. Like we already covered the, the process. I'm trying to think right now, outside of the notes, if there's anything. I didn't talk about Um, really like big lessons from this are sometimes trying something new is hard (laughs) and we should always expect trying new things to be hard, but it doesn't need to be overwhelming and you got to find what makes it fun for you. You got to really lean into what attracted you to it in the first place. And to continue to do it and show up. I think consistency has really helped the podcast grow. It's really helped me grow as a podcaster. It's helped me figure out how to say things a little bit clearer. It's something I'm always working on. But ultimately at the end of the day, that, you know, it's provided a vehicle to to work with people that I wouldn't normally get to work with. And really highlight some amazing folks you know and and help people along the way like that's the whole idea behind this and you know when we hear your reviews when you guys write reviews for us or send us notes it's really touching and i live for those so if you haven't you know leave a comment on apple podcasts that's you know that really helps the podcast out but uh, you guys are great i hope this was helpful for you uh, again, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, give it a whirl. Give it six episodes and see what's what. Uh, you can do it on the cheap. It doesn't really take a lot of time, um, and you'll get better at it. It'll take more time when you start out, but it'll, you'll dial it in, I really believe. If there's any other questions that you have for me about podcasting, please feel free to go to the YouTube channel and leave a comment there and I will answer them. Uh, I'd love to hear your questions. And then next week on The Meaningful Revolution, I'll have one of my really good friends growing up where we to talk about health. I know you guys will really love it. Uh, so stay tuned for that. If you're looking on how to improve your nutrition or workouts and stuff, that's what we should be talking about no guarantees on that but that's what we're talking about we've been in discussion about for that episode so um with that guys go out there live with more joy more personal growth more impact in your communities this is sean butner signing off we'll see you guys next week on the meaningful revolution podcast